0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the Dot Daddy Podcast. Today is December 13th, 2023, and we are here with Miss Larkin Wrestler. Larkin Wrestler, she's an entrepreneur and owner of Black Fern Tattoo Studio. She's one of the most sought after tattoo artists in Delaware. She's booked out months in advance. She's also a singer and most importantly, a mom and a wife. What's up, Larkin? Thanks, Hi. For, on.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. This is awesome.
0: And you are local. You grew up Born and
1: raised, yep. Yeah.
0: Where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Newark, um, in a neighborhood called West Branch uh, for the majority of my childhood. Um, just really went through the Christina, Christina, Christina School District. Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Newark High School, then I stayed around town um, for college, University of Delaware. Um, yeah, and now I'm up in Hokesson. I did a little bit in Wilmington, but yeah, just, I love Delaware. Me too. <laughs> so, I'm, so a I'm big saying. Fan.
0: I love the local people who grow up and start businesses here. Now, what, what year were you in Newark?
1: Um, I graduated in 2004.
0: In I was 05. So we're one of the last... You definitely made it through last year without social media. I'm really grateful for that.
1: Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Because I have a, a 15-year-old daughter now, um, Sky. Um, she's a freshman in high school, and it is... It's wild. It is
0: wild. It the, looks terrible. The
1: effects of social media. Um, I mean, it's terrible if they really deep dive and feed into it. I've, obviously, there's pros and cons with, you know, anything on the Internet. Um, I like that they can really connect with all different uh, kids all over the, you know, United States slash world. Um and kids who might be a little bit different, you know, will feel less alone when if they're in like a little small town or small school, um, and they feel like weirdos, they can, you know, hop on social media and find other weirdos. Yeah. And I really love that. Um, cause we didn't have that. And I, I, you know, have lots of friends and had a great time in high school, but I always felt really, uh, kind of a little bit different. And, um, it was really fun for me to go to college and find other uh, people who are a little bit more like-minded to me. Um, yeah. So I I feel like the pro of social media now would be that they're able to connect kind of at an earlier age, but then you do have all the terrible stuff. (laughs) I I totally
0: agree. I, I have a love hate relationship with social media. I like how you're able to connect and that definitely would have been cool if I was younger. And if I felt isolated that, you know, that I can meet other people, uh, who might feel isolated too yeah. and alone. And then you guys can kind of team up and become friends. But then there's also the bullying. Yeah. Right? Has, uh, have you seen anything with the bullying?
1: Um, I mean a little bit, nothing, nothing like brutal. Um, more, I would say it's, it's still an in-person bullying, you know, which is, um, awful still um but I haven't really experienced being experienced the online bullying I, with my kids um thankfully knock on wood I, I mean yeah I don't know I don't know really what you would do about that I guess there's there's uh consequences in school I think you can like take it to the school if like the kids go to that school yeah I think they have had now to put um kind of roles and consequences into place in the school system
0: I would imagine so but you know there's probably still secret group chats secret uh, I don't know groups of kids just talking shit on other kids for absolutely no reasons like I don't want to be involved but they still talk shit because even because I think about what if I don't let my son's only three what if I never let Giovanni get on social media will that you know protect him or could it be that people are still going to be mean and say hateful things. Uh, he just won't be aware of it.
1: Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. somehow he
0: still, it still will get back to him in person. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't. I really don't know what the right answer is. I don't know
1: if there is a right answer. Um, I knew that Sky's definitely as of even last year had had friends who were not allowed on social media. They didn't have an Instagram. They didn't have a Facebook, any of that. I don't think the kids are on Facebook now anyway, but, um, they didn't have a Snapchat. Um, And I kind of feel like when is the right age, you know, what are you going to let your kid dive into it, you know, junior year of high school and then like be like, oh, you know.
0: Yeah. Then you're a little bit further behind.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I don't know that there is a right answer. I think it depends on the kid and kind of how much you feel like they can handle um, emotionally and mentally. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Let's talk about a topic that we shouldn't talk about. Okay. Uh, that I I may or may not cut cure, make cut out. What do you think about people who make Instagram accounts for their babies? Oh, that's a weird topic. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that? Uh,
1: yeah. Um, you, well, I feel kind of the same way about it as I feel like people who make Instagram accounts for like their dogs. I guess I don't know. Okay. It's just like they're not the. I that's. That's not fair because a baby is a person and they're gonna grow up and see it. Yeah. Um I guess if it's if it's private and you're only sharing with friends and family, I think that's okay.
0: I I agree. That's kind I think reasonable. it's
1: weird. Like you can share those pictures on your own page. Uh like what do you you know, is the caption like, hey guys, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, like just eat my phone. applesauce. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just Uh, but you know, when you're at home just with your baby with nothing else to do, I feel like you kind of go down weird rabbit holes and turn into a really funny person that you (laughs) wouldn't otherwise. Um, yeah, I think it's okay if it's very private. If it's not, I don't think that's okay.
0: I agree because when the kid's older, they're like, why the hell did you post that picture of me? Why did you do that? Yeah. I'm wondering if, you know, maybe five, 10, 15 years of kids are going to sue their parents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, why did you post that picture? Especially if it's like a picture of their butt, like their baby's butt. Yeah. Like the front or something like that. Oh
1: my God. My son, he's so funny. He's so self, he's, uh, six, How old's your son? he's almost, he'll be seven next month. Um, but it, he's so self-conscious about himself now. Like he won't take his shirt off really in the house. He's like, my nipples. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, dog, you were just in the pool all summer. I don't know what you're embarrassed about, but, um, yeah i have this picture uh at my workstation at work and it's i had put stencils of uh of dragons all over him this summer sometimes i'll bring him in the studio and like just tat him up with stencils he thinks it's the best thing ever so i have this picture of him just like shirtless with his dragon tats on um and he came in a couple weeks ago and was like mortified he was like your customers can see my nipples and i hate that and i was like my bad (laughs) i'm not gonna take it down but i
0: respect your feelings i guess and when you say stencils you're talking about the the purple lining yeah Yeah. for people who are not familiar with tattoos yeah no
1: i'm not actually tatting
0: on my kids
1: (laughs) i actually uh not so much anymore, but when they were younger, um, a reoccurring nightmare was was tattooing my, like, toddlers. It was the weirdest thing.
0: It is, and I've seen women uh, on Instagram who put a whole bunch of fake tattoos, like, uh, on their kids to kind of just see what it would look like, and then that's kind of uh, my thought process. You know, is it good or is it bad? I don't know. I sent you a video uh, a couple weeks ago of the... Tattoo machine, yeah, I you saw know that.
1: it's a that practice cute, one. Yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, that was cute. It's just like a little play school, you know. Anything else? It's it was it's to me because I'm in the profession. Uh, it's kind of the same as like a little doctor kit or uh, like a little construction set or you know any other profession toy for a preschooler.
0: I agree. Uh, I'm sure there's probably some stigma around it. But I think of it as, hey, a lot of tattoo artists make a lot of money, like more money than people who go into corporate jobs. Yeah. So I'm like, why not? Pre- if he's going to do it anyway, you know, right. start early. Yeah. Um, and they can obviously make a lot of money if they're really good. Yeah. So why not? Yep. Uh, you come from a, a, b- a pretty big family. How many siblings?
1: Uh, I have four siblings. Um, I'm the second oldest. I have an older sister, Kena, who is... Uh, she would say six and a half years older. I say seven years older. Um, and then myself, and then my sister Zealand's about two years younger than me. Madison's two years younger than her. And then Balin's two years younger than her. So,
0: Balin.
1: yeah, it's my, my little buddy.
0: Fun fact uh, Balin lived with me for about six months.
1: You're so lucky. Yeah, Balin I'm sure you with just giggled me. the whole time. He's it, the funniest person I know.
0: He was, uh, I guess at that time, I think he was like 19 or 20 yeah. years old.
1: That was great for him. I mean, growing up with four older sisters, like, that's a lot, Yeah, you know? Like, we called him Belina. we dressed him up as a girl. Like, he...
0: And Balin's a big kid, by the way, people. He's like, what is he, like, six, five, six, six? Yeah, he's a
1: big boy, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I mean, you know, he's the most wonderful, sensitive, uh, just well-rounded male, uh, because he had four four older sisters, I think. I really feel great about the person we put out into the world, Um, but... I think that living with you guys at that time of in his life and Jono, who is um, Dion's my one of my sister's husbands, your one of your best friends, um, I think that was really good for him. He also joined a frat. Was he in a frat at the time?
0: No, it was before he joined the frat. Okay, it was, so it
1: was like a stepping stone into the frat.
0: Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was exact. That's exactly a great way to put it. It was yeah. a stepping stone into the frat. Uh, it, was, even... it
1: was great for him.
0: I was gonna tell a story. I'll tell it anyway. But we won't um we might not post it. But when and I told you this, when Balin was like twenty years old, we had one of my friends gave him his ID and he was able to, and this guy is only like five eight, showed the ID at the grotto store and he was able to get in and get drinks.
1: That you is know. funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. He yeah, loved no,
1: it. I'm sure he did.
0: Uh, so you went to college. You went to University of Delaware, sure but did. you did not go to school for tattooing at University of Delaware. What you go to school for?
1: Um, I went for my BFA, so a Bachelor of Fine Art. Um, I ended up concentrating in photography senior year. Um, yeah, so I just went for art basically. So it was a really good foundation. Um, my favorite part about it was getting to do the art study abroad, which was we went to New Zealand. I went junior year um, over winter session. So it was just a month. Um, but we went on the photography trip and it was by far the best experience of my four college years. It was just like mind blowing.
0: New Zealand looks awesome. It was, was insane.
1: It, it was insane. Yeah. Um, because it was like specifically the photography trip, it was like, I don't know, uh, May 20 at the max of us. Um, and we're on this little um, bus. And we just we had a guide. And we just traveled from the top of the North Island to the bottom of the South Island. Just road tripped. We camped a bunch. We stayed in hostels. Um, and the whole point kind of was to just drive and seek out the most beautiful, natural landscapes to photograph. Um, and you know just photograph our journey along the way and it was it was really incredible i came home with dreadlocks i was just like i am earth now (laughs) (laughs) it's great
0: It, It. i've never been but it looks beautiful i mean it's basically like a bigger version of hawaii right yeah
1: it's it's i mean
0: did you do a haka
1: no no i didn't do that we did go to a few um little uh, gosh what would you call there well the Mar- maori people um we went to a few of their towns um and i did actually sneak into one of the tattoo shops there and i was expecting like a kind of like the old school like stick with the nail on yeah. yeah the kind of tapping thing but they just had like a regular gun so i was like oh okay um but they were doing really uh traditional tribal pieces and um I got to see a map of like what it all means and like this design is for your like you know siblings this is for your parents it's all very familial and
0: really really cool um so you, knew, no, so you saw the real, so you saw what it really meant versus when people Correct. get tribals here. And, you know, I think it might be taking a wild guess sometimes. Yeah,
1: usually it just means you're douche. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do you have tribal?
0: She's joking, people. <laughs> She's joking. i just kidding. If you have a tribal, she loves it. It's and she'll do back. your tribal for you.
1: I will not. That is one I will not <laughs> do. Um, they are coming back, though, because all the 90 tattoos...
0: They're, yeah, they're, they're coming back around. It's funny. Well, the uh, I think we had talked about this before, but you know, you can kind of uh, date somebody. And when I mean date, like age date someone by looking at their tattoo. Like a thousand percent. If they have the tribal here yeah. and the uh, sublime son right above Yeah, a little son. Probably in their 40s, late mid 40s, yep. maybe early 40s. I've seen
1: a, a tribal son, a few uh, lower back.
0: Okay. They're there as
1: well. Yeah. On men. On men, yep. okay. um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can a thousand percent age someone on their tattoos, but I love that. I love that about tattoos. You know, it's it like is a what scrap. It it's a scrapbook. Yeah. It's like that's who I used to be. I'm not that person anymore. But you know, and now we're on the this journey. Co- we could cover You can cover it. Yeah, I have definitely have ones that I wouldn't per se get now by any means. Um, but I love that. Like that is who I was at 19, and that's what I liked. And it's, if it was like gigantic and an eyesore and I wanted to put something else there. I might like get it removed. Mm. Um, but they're all kind of smaller and on my back. So I'm to see them anyway.
0: Um, yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Uh, so I want to ask you about the photography thing. So when you got graded, would they, would you pick an, an image and I guess you'd hand it to your teacher, or email it to your teacher, would they go through and say, ah, this kind of sucks or you didn't change the lighting and stuff like that?
1: Yeah. So, um. What we would do is print out a bunch of pictures, um, kind of stick them up on the wall, um, and it was called a critique. And um, the class would kind of chime in and, you know, be like, that one is my favorite for these reasons. I don't really love the way you use light in this one. Um, I mean, most of the time you were just like making things up (laughs) for the sake of like a grade. or you'd be like this, you know. I I captured this because this is what it meant to me. And again, you're just like making shit up. But, um, but yeah, the critiques were it was across the board for for any medium. We I did photography, uh, screen printing, um, sculpture, uh, drawing, figure painting. Um, what am I? About? Any, anyway, just what, all the What's
0: screen printing?
1: Screen printing is is uh you know how you make t-shirts.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: so it's kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, you get a design, you kind of you put it on a screen um, and then you're able to make a bunch of copies off it. It's kind of like a giant stamp. Okay. It, okay. It, but reversed if I'm not explaining you're it well hardest. at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have to like draw a picture. I'm a visual person, here I'm like, great put with up, words. Here we
0: will put up the screen printing on on the edited version. Right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> um so Did you have a job uh, doing actual photography or anything after that?
1: I did. So um, after I graduated, um, I started shooting like weddings here and there. Um, I did, you know, the normal like family photo shoots, stuff like that. Um, And I did that for a couple years. It was kind of a supplemental thing, I had like a regular desk job. Um, and also by then I had like, I, I had Sky um, right. Gosh. Okay. So I was pregnant with her at the very end of my suit. So upon graduating college, so she was born that following November. So I had a fresh baby and, uh, an art degree and I was like, okay, what do I do now? (laughs) So I just got a desk job. Um, and.
0: How old were you when you had your daughter?
1: I was 23, two, three, 22 that's or 23. Tough. I forget. It was wild. It was a wild time. Uh, she and I are, have a super tight bond. Um, when you have a kid, especially a daughter, I mean, I can only speak to that because that's what I know, but I feel like we really grew up together. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is really cool about all is she's also... Uh, She's an insane artist. She's, like, been better than me since she was, like, 10 years old. Um, it's fine. Totally accepted it. <laughs> um, but I feel like she really has watched my artistic journey and watched kind of me hustle my way to where I am now. Um, and I I really think that's a really awesome and beautiful thing that, uh, that she wouldn't have gotten... Otherwise, if I had had her like 10 years later, you know, she wouldn't have been with me on the journey and seen how to kind of start from nothing and get to a point where, as an artist, where you can make a living from it, doing something you like
0: really love. And she probably inspired you to go even harder, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She was a huge reason why I was like, okay, I'm going to have this desk job. I'm going to hustle wedding photography, even though I didn't love doing it um, because it made good money. And then, you know, when I got into tattooing, I was just like, I'm gonna, I realized quickly that I loved it a lot. Um, but you know, you just like any, anything else, you're not making a ton of money at first. Um, but I definitely, uh, was much more driven and dedicated because I had this kid to feed, you know,
0: rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, you, Gotta make sure that she eats, you eat, you gotta take care of them. Uh, It'll definitely put the pressure on. What inspired you to become a tattoo artist? So you were a photographer, you work in a desk job, and then you're like, I don't care about this shit anymore. I wanna become a tattoo artist. How did it happen?
1: So I had been uh, going to the tattoo shop that I worked at for um, about 11 years, I think. Um, I have, it's called all linked up. It's in Wilmington. Oh,
0: shout out to all linked up. Shout
1: out to all linked up. Shane, Beth, Ariel, my homies. I love them so much. Um, I started going there when I was 17. My mom took me for my first tattoo. Um, I thought it was so cool because Beth, uh, owns the shop. So it's a female owned shop. Uh, she did really like fine line kind of delicate work. So, um, I got tattooed there, I guess, you know, I 17, 18, I was quickly like, let's get tatted, you know, like I was hooked. Um, and then, uh, I guess by the time I started, uh, I think Beth asked me if I wanted to apprentice there. Um, I gosh, it's, I guess I was like 23 or something. I think Sky was like one or two at the time. Um, but yeah. So she, she asked me if I wanted to apprentice because I had been going there. I would often draw my own designs. I would draw designs for other people to take in. Really? Um, mm-hmm.
0: So you would, you would draw it, say, Hey, I want this, but here's some extra designs in case you guys want it.
1: Oh no, not like I w I wasn't just like, here's some flash to get uh, to the, the homies on the street. Okay. It was like, if my sisters or my mom or friends would be like, can you help me come up with a design? You know okay, for a okay. tattoo um, and uh, so I really developed a relationship with them just from getting tattooed there um, and she was like we're looking for an apprentice if you feel like you want to learn how to do this and I was like sign me up I'm at this desk job it is sucking out my soul by the second you know I'm d- shooting weddings and stuff but again wasn't that was not fulfilling for me yeah. um, Photography was cool, but once you're like, you know, Aunt Mildred is like bossing you around all day, you know, on a Saturday, you're just- And it's a long day. It is a it is like a, God, they would be like 14 hour days, they were so long. And then-
0: And everyone's dead serious.
1: Everyone is extremely serious. You have so much pressure on you to capture like the perfect money shots, you know, everyone wants to look like they're on the cover of a magazine. Um, you know, it was, it just, I mean, it is, it's really for some people and some people find great joy in that. It was like, it was just too much for me. Um, and I'm very much like more of a one-on-one person. Uh, when I'm around a huge group of people, like my social battery gets drained pretty quickly and you have to be on and just like, you know what I mean? Um, and then after the wedding you're spending just an equal amount of time editing these million pictures you just took you know to find the ones that are good
0: and did you also have to make uh they didn't have reels i guess then did you also have to make slideshows or anything for that today uh
1: yeah i would make slideshows at a point i was offering packages um with like photo books and stuff like that Okay. yeah just a huge pain in the ass all of it
0: I know you could definitely make some money. but Yeah, uh, it
1: definitely can be lucrative. Um,
0: every Saturday's book.
1: Every Saturday's book. And when you really break down um, all the hours you're putting in, during and after, it's, I mean, you are earning every penny, you know?
0: Yeah, I think what the standard package maybe is like four grand or something. Nowadays,
1: like that. yeah. I think I was charging like 2500 and I thought I was like that bitch.
0: <laughs> hey, I mean, you're 23 years old. That's not bad.
1: Yeah um yeah we are <laughs> just i feel like both of us are so ADD. <laughs> like
0: how did we get there what well, we're just talking we're just talking about okay <laughs> it. so what so what made you you go in there she offers you apprenticeship yes. you get paid to be an apprentice a tattoo apprentice
1: um i was not getting paid to be an apprentice
0: so did you how were you getting money then
1: I was so at first I was just kind of like hanging out and observing um, and they were kind of like you know just like teaching me different skills and um, I was practicing drawing um, practicing names because that was like at the time everyone like cursive mm-hmm okay. yeah at the time every other person coming through the door wanted a name um, so then eventually I was, I did my first tattoo on my mom. That was yeah. crazy. That's yeah.
0: cool. She was your guinea pig.
1: Yeah. She had already had, um, multiple tattoos and she had this vine on her shoulder and I just really just added like a line and a leaf, but I was, I was coming at her like this. I was like so shook. Um, and the line looked janky as hell. <laughs> <laughs> she made me fix it up later. Um, but Then I was like, whoever I could get, so let me tattoo them. I was doing that um, for a very discounted rate because I was not good at first. Um, It is just completely, it doesn't matter how well you can draw. Learning, just it's a whole different medium. It's a whole different... It is just very different than painting and drawing and, you know.
0: Shout out to the painters and drawing artists out there. It's not just an easy transition to become a tattoo artist.
1: It is not. (laughs) It takes (laughs) a lot of practice. Um... I lost my train of So, a lot.
0: so you were telling me, so you started off as an apprentice. Yeah, uh, your mom was your first guinea pig. My mom pig. was,
1: and then any friends, family I could get in, and then eventually they were letting me do small stuff on walk-ins. Um, and at that point, I was starting to make a little bit of money because I was could charge those people. So, um, and we had a forty dollar minimum. So pretty much, you know, I would do like maybe two or three people a day at 40 bucks a pop and then i would have to it's give bad. no it was, but then i would have to give her a cut okay you know at the end of the day for working there yeah basically like a chair fee
0: yeah
1: um which makes <clears> sense <throat> mm-hmm. makes yeah sense. absolutely
0: established people are coming in to see
1: um yeah i mean the only reason i was able to tattoo people is because i was working in her shop and customers were coming through the door because it was like a a very established shop that people wanted to go to so um yeah i had no problem you know obviously if you work at a shop you're gonna give a cut that's what it is
0: and who did you train under during that time
1: um i kind of trained i would say i mean there was it was just shane and beth above me the entire time i worked there was just the three of us um so i learned a little bit from her um but i would say mostly from shane
0: okay yeah shane did a tattoo on my wife he did a mermaid on her ankle
1: really yeah yeah Yeah. he did i would say the majority of my tattoos Shane yeah um but it was a lot of um just trial and error kind of which sounds terrible because they're permanent on human beings um but it's a lot tattooing is really just something you gotta just practice on your own you can watch you know all the youtube videos you can train under somebody um but it's really up to you to put in the work and and really hone the skills yourself
0: what was the hardest part for you to learn in the beginning so you have to do the lining right so i feel like that the lining is very
1: difficult yeah yeah just just uh learning how to properly kind of stretch the skin even practicing on fake skin is not the same at all because you're not stretching it. Mm -hmm. Um, you got to stretch the skin with one hand and then try and draw, you know, very straight, steady lines with the other hand going in a certain depth, um, putting a certain amount of pressure. Um, yeah, I would say the lining shading kind of came to me pretty naturally. Um, because i was uh also a painter so it's it's a similar motion brush strokes um and i was pretty good at blending color i had a really good grasp on um color work um but the lining took a long time
0: really i would think the color part would be the hardest for me
1: yeah no what that wasn't hard for me i think because i was like a painter before
0: um Are you good at mixing the colors and all that? Because sometimes you got to fade in. Yeah. Yeah, I'd
1: say I have a pretty good grasp on it.
0: Now, did you, um, did they teach you that? Or did you kind of, was it trial and error for mixing the colors and saying, hey, does this purple go with this white? And then we got to fade to pink? Um,
1: I would say I had a pretty good grasp on what was going to work together as far as colors, color theory, and all of that. But I definitely had to be trained on, uh, you put the darks in first, then you blend out, and then at the very end, you put the lighter shades in because you don't want to pollute the, You know, once the skin is broken, you don't want to pollute the lighter shades with darker shades. If you put the darker in second, it's gonna change the yellow to green or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, So there's definitely an order uh, and techniques to color work, and black and gray work even, um, <clears throat> with the different values that uh, I had to learn about for sure.
0: You ever do any portraits?
1: I've done some portraits, yeah.
0: You,
1: um, I don't, it is not my favorite thing to do uh, human portraits.
0: It looks hard and it looks.
1: It's really stressful. I've it's, seen
0: great ones, but I've also seen. They can go
1: sideways real quick.
0: And usually if someone's asking for a portrait, it means a lot to yeah, them obviously, yeah. so they have a high expectation mm-hmm. and it look i would charge extra like yeah. if someone asked me to if i was a tattoo artist and someone asked me to purchase, i'm like that's an extra i don't know 500 yeah. dollars, whatever the case might be
1: yeah the people who specialize in them i mean mad props and there are people who are insane and just like knock them out of the park um I would say if you're wanting to get a portrait, go to someone who only does portraits. That is their specialty. Because otherwise the person's going to be like, if they do like two or three a year, they're probably going to do a decent job if they're a decent artist. Um, but if you're not doing them every day, it's it's day, they're very difficult to do. Um, I love to do uh, like animal portraits. I really like to do dog portraits. They're way less intimidating. Uh you know, probably
0: a little more fun too.
1: More fun. There's yeah a lot more texture going on, Um, color. Yeah, I just I'm way more comfortable for sure with animal portraits than people portraits. But I have done I've done a handful of people's people's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what um, what tattoos do you favor? So I'm looking at all your work. I've seen your work in real life. You're a phenomenal artist. Thank you. Um you definitely specialize in, I guess, florals, uh, florals, leaves, vines, that sort of thing. You do an amazing job with that, but you could do everything. But is that kind of what you focus more on?
1: I would say when, um, so what I open my books every other month to book the following two months. Um, so I have my form up, people send in request forms with what they want to do. And I would say that a majority of them, um, are botanicals uh the flowers the greenery um nature shit it's all that is what i love to do shout the
0: nature shit shout
1: all the way out (laughs) to the nature shit um i told you i am earth yeah okay you are i don't have the dreads anymore but it is there in my heart and hanging from my mom's christmas tree (laughs) (laughs) if you know mary you know that is correct
0: is she hanging a lock
1: uh, she's got multiple locks. Uh, also in the kitchen, she's bonkers. I mean, she's the best.
0: You have to send us a picture that, that I will. you posted. posted no, I absolutely.
1: Well, okay. um, what was that? What were you <laughs> 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 now I'm now thinking about my dreadlocks hanging from my mouse kid- uh, uh, my the, the, uh,
0: <laughs> you're doing the flower portraits, the botanicals.
1: Yes. So you
0: have your books open.
1: I yeah. So I am for sure snatching up all the things I want to do and filling my books with them. And that is mostly the nature shit.
0: So is that is that your pro? Because I was always wondering about that. So you open up your books, and because you've built your brand mm-hmm. over all of these years, uh, you have enough. You know, you have a million clients, and you're like, I can only pick fifty of them for the next two months. So do you go through and say, I like this, I like this? Nope. Yep. Is that kind of how you do it?
1: Absolutely. I go through every single form. Um, and I really try to get a mix of returning clients, um, and new clients if I can. Um, but above all, I'm just cherry picking stuff that I want to do. Um, cause I want to be excited to go into work every day. And if I'm excited, I'm going to do my best work. And you know, that's the best thing for me and the customer.
0: I agree. And you earned it. You earned the right yeah. to pick what you want to do.
1: Yes. And that, I mean, that feels great. It, it feels like, amazing.
0: Yeah. How did you, uh, so you were at the shop for what, 10 years working with people?
1: Um, yeah. 10 plus years. I was working um, with two other people and uh, we would get walk-ins. Um, and then right around COVID, you know, we shut down. I think we were out for like maybe three months or so. Um, and then when we came back, we had all these, you know, restrictions in place, the front door was locked, we were working by appointment only. Um, But it, I mean, the influx in um, just people wanting to get tattooed was crazy, excuse me. They just came out of quarantine with the quickness, just ready, you know, they were just like, hit me up. I'm trying to feel alive. I've been just staring at myself for the past however months. And, um, yeah, so it was really no problem to make the switch from like walk-ins to appointment only because people didn't at that point were just like, I'm trying to get tattooed. So yes, put me on the books.
0: So your first thing was just appointments only, but just during COVID you were just doing appointments only, no more walk-ins Correct. and then, and then you eventually, uh, got your own location.
1: Yeah. So at that point I was able to really build up my book, build up my clientele, um, in a way that I hadn't really before. Um, and yeah, it just kind of eventually slowly became, it was just this nagging little thing in the back of my head that was like, I think it's time to move on and kind of have your own private studio. Um, you know, number wise, it just, it made more sense too, for me to spend rent somewhere else, um, was going to be cheaper than, you know, giving the owner a cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was very hard to make the decision because I was so emotionally um, tied in there. Uh, I felt a deep loyalty to them. Um, you know, they they brought me in, showed me how to tattoo. Um, and I kind of felt like I was going to leave them high and dry. Um, but at the same token, it was just something I knew in my gut. You know, when you have those feelings and you're just like, I, I know this is my path and and i would be stupid not to take the leap even though it's scary you know
0: yeah and and you definitely feel some type of look but you gave them 10 years yeah you gave them 10 years
1: yeah yeah
0: so so i'm obviously you're gonna feel a little guilty but i'm sure they're probably become your friends as well and family they understand you need to go out and let the butterfly be free
1: yeah no they were very gracious i mean when i was like okay i'm gonna do this i came in there and i'm sobbing and i'm like guys i'm really sorry this is what it is i i feel like i need to move on um and they were just they gave me a big group hug and they were like shut up like go beat go do you like we're happy for you um so that was amazing they really made that i was so anxious about
0: how was the transition because i mean did you continue to work there Uh, while your new shop is getting set up. you got to pass inspections and all that shit.
1: Yeah. So I I definitely wanted to give um, Beth, the owner, um, several months heads up. Um, I didn't want to just like peace out right away. Mm. Um, So I continued to work there while I was kind of shopping around for spaces um, and just kind of getting my ducks in a row. Um, And then, yeah, I think between my last day and when I started working at my new spot, it was like, I don't know, maybe a weekend. I don't even think I gave myself a week. I like got the keys, got the spot, set up shop, all while working at my old shop. And then when it was ready to go, I like just hopped right over there, didn't really skip a beat.
0: Okay, so, and you have to give like a first, I'm assuming you have to sign contracts uh, first month's deposit, last month. All deposit, that all good that stuff.
1: stuff, yeah. Um, and honestly, the thing that took the longest was waiting to get inspected by the
0: state. Oh, I know all about
1: that. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to start working."
0: I know, and it and it really when they inspected here. I mean, it took like less than an hour. I'd say, yeah. Just doing no, a it was
1: bippity boppity boo. It could not have been easier or quicker.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's because like, you did everything you were supposed yeah, to Yeah. They were like,
1: oh, your space is immaculate. You're clearly a professional. We're going to keep it moving. And I was like, I'm so glad I just waited six months for this. <laughs> but thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good that you passed. You know, yeah. I really hate to go to a, a dirty place and, you know, they're like, fix this, take this out. When I did my first inspection, at my first location, I didn't know you weren't allowed to have carpet. You know, because it's blood or okay, yeah. spittles on there. So I had to take the carpet out. I had it underneath of the actual um, table where I would work on people. So then I just took that out and then just put uh, easily wipeable surface
1: on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of tripped me up uh, also was like the mop sink. Did you have to do that?
0: Yeah, don't get me started. On I know. So thankfully,
1: sink. the she was like, really, just you just get a Swiffer. She's like, it just needs to be like a disposable kind of mop situation.
0: But they don't want you, you you know, you clean up someone's germs and then they don't want you to come back and use their germs and spread them back on.
1: Right, which makes sense, <laughs> yeah. but I was really bugging about a whole separate then, sink that I might have to install.
0: Yeah, And you might have to pay for it, maybe the landlord pays for it. Right. It's a whole big thing, you got a yeah. plumber. Yeah, I get it. Um, so you're at your new location, what's the name of your new location?
1: It's called uh, Black Fern Tattoo.
0: Black Fern Tattoo, Fern Gully.
1: Okay. I do love that movie. (laughs)
0: Um, And where is it located?
1: I'm in Independence Mall, um, right off Concord Pike. Uh, It's a great location. I love that it's like right off 95. We got a big old parking lot, um, which is great from coming. My old shop, we were um, just in the city, so it was just street parking. Mm -hmm. Um, My customers would come in just sweating from having to like go four blocks up, parallel park, you know, run in. Um, if they weren't used to being in the city, like, you know, made yeah. them nervous. Um, so it's definitely, I feel like, uh, just a kind of a better setup for people.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, having part, when I was going to, you know, where poppycock tattoo is, I'd have to park in the city yeah, and it was just a pain in the ass and I hated it. It's like, you really got to want the tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. You got to really want it. Yeah.
1: And I, I fully appreciated I mean, that was another thing that pushed me was I was like, these people are coming into the city. I know they're nervous. I had, you know, these young college girls kind of coming from Newark, Delaware, all the way up to inner city, Wilmington to see me. I'm like, they they really just want to come to me. And I, it's, you know, it's flattering and it's very appreciated. I'm like, I feel like I really want to make a really comfortable, nice, convenient environment and space for my customers um, and for me,
0: but. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What was, um, now that you're an official entrepreneur, what is something you didn't anticipate uh, going through the process? Going from, as an artist, I guess you're probably doing like a 1099 form or something like that. Right? Yeah. And then becoming an astronaut entrepreneur. You have an LLC, I'm assuming. I did
1: become an astronaut, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you, uh, what didn't you anticipate? Like, was there any challenges or any advice you'd like to give to, other artists out there that want to break off and start their own shop?
1: Um, you know, for me, uh, I, it was pretty seamless. Um, just cause I already had, I had this clientele booked up. It wasn't, I didn't have to do any extra advertising. It was just like, Hey guys, I'm upgrading all of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but one financial piece of advice I would give is to not be afraid to spend your money like I after the first year I was so obsessed with watching seeing how much money I could make on my own Uh Um, I was so obsessed with watching that number grow Mm -hmm. that I forgot that like expenses are a good thing so I went to do my taxes and I owed so much money
0: we can't talk about that. No, 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 talk about, it. talk <laughs> about it. I just I know what you're talking about.
1: Um yeah, just don't And I mean, it's it's buy things for your business. Don't be afraid to buy that fancy new chair for your customers or um you know, a new new whatever. Just don't be afraid. I was, I was just so obsessed with with saving the money because I was just wanted to see what I could do.
0: The and, higher profit, the more taxes.
1: Yeah, exactly. And now I'm like, okay, I can still go back and see what my gross income was, you idiot. Like, you can still see that <laughs> yes, number. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, like, the total in your bank account at the end of the year, yep. you know? So that would be really my only... Uh, piece of advice
0: writing off as many things as you can yeah
1: just get that yes
0: i agree <laughs> i 100 percent agree with that if you need stuff for your gas business, yeah. your
1: car gets you to work yeah. you know anything you can kind of justify
0: yeah i push it to the absolute limit you know whatever my accountant said once she tells me uh you know can't do that then right. i'll stop yeah but i'll put as many things as i can until yeah. she tells me not to
1: yeah
0: that's good um now we talked a little I want to bring this up too. Now are there any you kind of said you don't want to do tribals Are there any other tattoos you don't want to do? Or body parts pe- people's body parts I you don't want to do? I hate doing right?
1: ribs. Nine times out of 10 I am turning down mm-hmm. rib. Um it is just it's like being in the back of a pickup truck uh tattooing over tiny little mountains it is just it ain't it for me Mm. it's a really painful area the person's kind of squirming a little bit even like tough people it's hard to stay perfectly still there um they're breathing so you're also like going up and down and then also over these tiny ribs um the thin is like the thin the the skin is a little thinner i'd say on your core um yeah the ribs ain't it for me um but otherwise I don't know that there's really a body part that I wouldn't do other than that. Um t- tribal is not happening. Um Celtic tribal also not happening. What is that? Uh like the Celtic <clears throat> kind of knots and crosses and
0: Oh, okay. Like kind of all yeah. blended into it together. Yeah. I've yeah. Seen that.
1: It's just I'm what i want to do is very organic flowy stuff that kind of like i can really make flow with the body i'm big into like placement and having things really just accentuate the curves and the muscles and everything like that um yeah and the the travel stuff although it does fall into that category of accentuating body parts mm-hmm. um it's just so so fucking boring <laughs> to do. It's you so outline so boring, it and guys. then you're just like scribbling in black it's yeah. just um but
0: is it good for learning it is yeah like in the beginning you do a travel because you get to practice your lines and then filling it in. sure
1: yeah <laughs> i'm just not i'm not there anymore what else uh i am not really into like the micro tattoos the little the girl you know the girlies like their like little a micro- heart behind their ear, mm-hmm. okay. which i have no problem with people wanting that, I have no problem with... I think they're super cute, the way they look. It eats up your time. It eats up my time. It's not really worth it for you me. You set
0: up. You'd have to charge, like, a minimum fee or something. Yeah, right? I'm
1: fine. If you want to pop that on to the end of a three, four-hour session, that is totally fine with me. Reasonable. But yeah, I'm not going to book uh, a little micro finger tattoo.
0: I do that here, too. Like, if I have a person with a little scar, I'm like, if just for me to set up the chair, get everything prepped, you know... Yeah. $150, $300 just because what's the point? Yeah. It'll take me five, 10 minutes. Yeah. But it's like, well, then that eats up my time. It's just a pain in the ass. Right. Today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Another thing I, I won't do is just straight up copy other people. Um, a lot of people will just send in, I mean, not a lot of people anymore because I feel like my customers understand the way I work. Um, and even new people are looking at my page, seeing what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give you like a custom one of a kind piece that is meaningful and special for you. Um, I don't want you to send me something off Pinterest and tell me you want that exact thing. You know what I mean? Um, I just think it's cheap. I don't, I just am not into that.
0: You have the ability to do that. Do you ever have people come in and say, this is kind of what I want. um, And they just kind of let you draw it up and then, just go from there
1: yeah absolutely yep how i kind of do it is i have a little description area where you you kind of just describe the best you can mm-hmm. if you are if at possible um what you want um you know how big you want it where you want it on the body if you know all these things if not i can help guide people um and then i have a little area work for you to attach reference photos um That if you, you know, find a picture where you really like the style or you really like the placement um, or the positioning of this bird's wing or whatever it is, you know, and then I can kind of really uh get a better feel of what you're going for. Um if you a lot of people will have kind of an image in their mind's eye, but they're not an artist or you know, they don't draw, they don't really know how to get it out. Um, and I try my best to do that for them. Um, or sometimes people will say, I really just love your, you know, vines or plants or whatever. Um, I'm looking to fill up my arm like go bananas. And I'm just, they let like, you free. I'm there? like, hey, let's <laughs> go. That's my favorite. Yeah. And then I just take a Sharpie and I just draw all over them. Uh, you deal with a Sharpie? Yeah, for the initial layout, I'll just I'll start with like a yellow sharpie, get like the general shapes I want going, and then go up to maybe like a green sharpie and you know, start to like detail it out. Um, and then they actually do have like tattoo pens, which is basically like a you're you're drawing on your own stencil kind of and it kind of stays on there better than a sharpie's kind of it's gonna wipe off eventually, you know.
0: Okay. I always found it fascinating when they put the stencil on or when the artist draws it, but then it never looks like it looks ten times better the finished product. Yeah. Like to me it's just like it just looks like eh, it's just like and it might even look sloppy sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like a sloppy triangle, but then they turned it into this mess because like, how the fuck did they do that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you're
0: talking about. Yeah. Um have you ever considered uh, having an apprentice? Or anyone train with you? Or do you no interest in it? Or I know you just your new shop is what? How long have you been in there? Three years now. Two years. Two years.
1: Yeah, um, I have not considered it as of yet. Um, coming from a street shop where there was walk-ins, people would bring their whole bloodlines in to watch them get tattooed. Yeah. Um, it was just always kind of a lot of hustle and bustle until at the very end when it was appointment only. But even then, I was really not usually in there by myself, it was like Shane and he would have his own customer. Um, but I'm really just like cherishing every drop of every second of having my own space and um, being able to give my customer really nice, uh, just kind of intimate one-on-one experience, have them feel very like safe and comfortable. Um, I've really like having control, I've found that I'm a big control freak having my own business. Mm. I want, uh, you know, the music to be right and the lighting to be hitting, and I really like to have control over the environment. Um, I'm getting a little bit, I can feel myself like loosening my grip a little bit. And I feel like probably within the next year or two, I would be ready for at least an a of some sort. That's
0: great news to hear. That yeah. is really great news.
1: I also, am, it very much excites me to, um. You know find a younger tattoo artist and kind of guide them the way that i was and you know lead them into this really booming amazing industry
0: and teach them things that you wish you kind of would have learned earlier yeah absolutely some other things how do you deal with uh People who have a low pain tolerance. What do you do about that? Call them a little bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I know about I know, do, you do know. they have numbing cream or do they you?
1: have numbing cream. Uh, if it's gonna be in a really if I know it's a pretty painful area and if I know the person and they're a little bitch uh-huh. <laughs> Um, I will suggest numbing cream. I really don't have a big... But so, it has to
0: sit on there for a while, right? It does.
1: See, so you, you want it sitting on there for like an hour probably. Yeah. You slather it on, wrap yourself up, um, and let it sit before you come into the appointment. Um,
0: Is there a particular brand or, or numbing cream that you, you like the best?
1: Honestly, um, mm. do you use numbing cream at all?
0: I found that with what I do, because I'm not going as deep, the people that I use numbing cream on when they come back there's more fading than the people who didn't use numbing cream. So yeah. that's the reason why I don't. Yeah, that and that's makes just sense. in my own experience.
1: Yes. Um, I have not found a huge issue with the healing. I know some artists, they, they don't like you to use numbing cream cause they feel like it really interferes with the healing process. I've, I've not found that as much. Um, I would rather be able to kind of get through the tattoo and if you need some touch ups, like we can do that. No problem um i but it is so strange though i have not found a consistent brand that works across the board for everybody S- something that might work uh 10 out of 10 for someone is like a one out of 10 for se- i'm like okay this worked great for you let me recommend it to- for my appointment next week and they'll get it and they're like this this is shit this doesn't work at all it's really strange yeah yeah um, you know, what does tend to work, though, which just funny, is, like, the anal numbing cream.
0: <laughs> is that real?
1: Yeah, it's real.
0: So, they have... You make things for people who get their butthole tattooed?
1: Uh, no, for people who have, like, anal sex.
0: Uh, I didn't even know. Okay, so that's a thing you can get. And then, so you... <laughs> So then we'll they, you they they take that anal numbing cream, they rub it on your yeah. skin, I guess an hour before, and then they come get the tattoo. Yeah. And
1: people, anyone who has got like the butthole cream, they're like, this really works.
0: Maybe <laughs> we will uh, get some and try it out for yeah. SMP. I don't know. I don't know if anybody be open to doing that. Some people are like, they'll try anything just not to feel the Exactly. Pain, you know. um, Good good. (laughs) (laughs) That threw me off. off. Uh, okay. So, okay. I wanted to ask you one more thing on, on the tattoos before we go. So before we switch topics, what about machines and ink? Is there any specific brand or ink that you want to give a shout out to or that you use or that you found, uh, works really well?
1: Ooh, I just switched over. Um, I've been using coil machines forever, which is like for people who don't know anything about tattoo machines. First of all, we call them tattoo machines. They're not guns. People refer to them as guns all the time. They're tattoo machines. Um, a coil machine is, are the ones that are like real loud. It's the, nah. yes, it is the traditional machine. Um, <clears throat> I had gotten all my machines, my machines from, uh, workhorse irons. Um, you can look them up online if you like coil machines. Those workhorse are fantastic. Workhorse Yeah. um, they pack a punch um but they are pretty finicky you really gotta you're kind of tinkering with it often tightening things um there's just they're kind of a lot of maintenance um but that's what i learned on that's what i was comfortable on um so up until honestly like a month ago i switched over to a rotary machine which is what you use
0: yeah, rotary thing. um wireless
1: it's wireless. Yeah. The world is my oyster. <laughs> it is really fantastic. What brand? God, you know what? I can't think of it off the top of my head. We're going to put it right here.
0: Yeah, here we'll add it. Here we'll <laughs> I use the Dragon Hawk mast That's what I use. Okay. Yeah. And they, they have tattoo machines. And I've There's so many. This. They have $1,200 ones. Mine's yeah. like 200 bucks. Works great.
1: Yeah. I did get like a $1,200 one. one. Now, not I really, that. I know I really <laughs> splurged. I, I watched a lot of videos, a lot of reviews. Um, I was very careful in my selection. Again, gotta spend your money. Yeah,
0: that is your main tax. Rate. Yes, That exactly. is literally how you create your art.
1: Yeah, I would rather like buy a million dollar machine than you know give it to the government. But yeah. anyway.
0: <laughs> now I, I completely understand. Yeah. Um. Anything else you wanna call out with tattoos?
1: Um oh my ink I love eternal ink.
0: Eternal oh, I okay I know about eternal ink.
1: Yeah, yeah. They have fantastic colors. Um I really like their wash set. Um anyway, eternal Mo- ink.
0: What about have you ever seen that mom's tattoo ink or what's it called mom's something mom's? I don't know. Yeah. I was getting their soap for a little bit it's like not your mom's soap or something yeah the uh, it's like a mixture of the foam it's uh the green soap you know the distilled water yeah uh worked really well okay i would say
1: yeah other than that it's just like really important to um be super clean (laughs) and just make sure you're wrapping everything in plastic including yourself
0: yes yeah you're getting you're seeing a lot more blood than i am
1: Oh yeah, a lot of yeah. And
0: shake, <laughs> and you deal with different body parts and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it looks brutal. I mean, I love
1: it though. I feel like if I didn't tattoo, I would want to be an EMT. Like I'm, I'm just nothing grosses me out. I'm very into. uh, uh It makes me sound gross. <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't like making people bleed. I don't. I don't enjoy hurting people. That's that's one part of the job I do not enjoy. Um, if someone's wincing, I, it hurts my heart a little bit, to be honest. Um, but I know like the end product's going to be worth it. But the blood doesn't bother me at all.
0: Um, you know that's important though, because sometimes, like in the beginning, when I started doing what I do, uh, them flinching and doing it, it kind of got to me, and I, I almost felt rushed. Yeah, I almost felt rushed, and I also felt like maybe I should do it a little lighter, but then if I did it lighter, it, the result's not going to be the same.
1: Yeah. Well, of course you're going to feel rushed. I mean, that's, yeah. I do too. That's a very natural reaction. You want it to be over for the person as quickly as possible. If someone's sitting like a rock, yeah. I mean, wow, yeah. that is amazing. You can take your time. It's like you're drawing on just like a, a canvas, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, But yeah, I... Uh, I don't mind blood, and also, you know, over the years, I've had, you know, a handful of people pass out, and you gotta know how to deal with that. Has anyone passed out on you?
0: No, no. I
1: guess it's not as traumatic. No, I'm coming at you and like
0: <laughs> drawing on your soul a little bit. What did you do when they passed out?
1: Um, slap them around a little bit. Really? No, I was kidding. <laughs> Um, an ice pack, uh, people come to pretty quickly. You can, I mean, by now I know the signs, like if you're starting to breathe, you're like, <sighs> they're starting to breathe a little heavy. They're starting to lose color a little bit. Some people will speak up and be like, I might need a little a break. I'm starting to feel a little crazy. Um, but more times than not, either they, they've never passed out and they don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so they don't recognize the signs. Um, or they're embarrassed, and they're like, come on, you little bitch, like, just breathe <laughs> through. I can't believe you're about to pass out over a tattoo. Um, but yes, if they're conked out, I, sometimes I can catch them at the edge, and they won't. But if they conk out, then they'll come to pretty quickly. Only like twice have I had to get out the ammonia packet. Oh, shit. Which is wild. That yeah. shit smells crazy. Yeah. I don't know if you I that. I got some smelling
0: salts. I got some smelling salts yeah. for lifting. So you go, <laughs> you're <know. laughs>
1: Yeah, that's you do that voluntarily. Yes, that's
0: crazy. <laughs> What'll wake you up?
1: Yeah, I bet it will. <laughs> um, and then I always keep uh, like sodas and sugary stuff stacked um, because all it is, is is the blood sugar. You got to get that yeah. blood sugar level back up.
0: Um, People come in without eating and all that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then 10 out of 10 times uh, they recover, They get, I open the window, get a little fresh air, um, and then you're good to go again. I've never had to stop a session because um, someone passed out. It, once they get it out of their system, you get their blood sugar back up, they're not gonna pass out again.
0: That's good, that's yeah. good. I don't think they wanna keep passing out to right. and then it's embarrassing.
1: <laughs> it is embarrassing, people get very embarrassed. Um, I would
0: be embarrassed. Yeah, I would but
1: I'm very, I'm like, it happens all the time. I try really try and make people feel okay about it.
0: It's if, awkward for you too. Yeah,
1: if I pass out during a tattoo, I'd feel some type of way for sure. <laughs> I'd be very embarrassed. So I try to make them feel like it's it's everyone does it every day. Don't worry, yeah. you know?
0: Everybody passes everyone out. Everyone
1: passes out.
0: <laughs> okay, so, so Larkin, you are not just a tattoo artist, you also are an amazing singer. Thank she you. is a super talented singer. I remember seeing you in like 2017, 2018. And uh, I was like, holy shit, she can sing. And she has soul in her voice as well. Um,
1: because I am earth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I just, I sent you that clip earlier today of when we went to the uh, Bellefonte Cafe. Uh, John and Zealand had invited us and I was like, holy shit. You know, she is really going off on there. And you had the tablet there. You have the tablet Yeah, there. because my
1: memory, I can't <laughs> memorize anything.
0: But you sing it as if you know the, the lyrics, like you you wrote the lyrics.
1: Yeah, I know it. I know them. But if I don't have that security blanket of like the lyrics in front of my face, gone. It is gone. <laughs> Completely blank.
0: It's uh, terrible. How'd you get into singing?
1: <clears throat> um... Gosh, now, you know, I've been out the game for a couple of years, so it feels like a different lifetime. Um, not that I don't still, you know, sing in just in my life. Um,
0: no performance is what you mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, my daughter is right on my heels. She's an incredible singer. Um, last year, she starred in her school musical. She was Elle Woods in Legally Blonde. Crushed it.
0: Shout out to Sky!
1: Shout out to Sky. She's just, I really just pumped all the talent in that <laughs> bitch. I just said. That's good. Yeah. It was good for her.
0: And I, I imagine you coach her too, like vocal coaching.
1: A little bit. Only if she asks. Oh, wow. She's just, she's just really, uh, she's got it different. She took any, everything I gave her and just like pumped it up a couple of notches, honestly. Wow. I'm very excited to see what she chooses, what avenue she chooses to go down because uh, she's so talent multifaceted so but,
0: how'd you get into singing
1: so um course, good. we grew up going to st thomas um with the turners that's mm-hmm. how zion and john met so cute and
0: turners were, like, love a good church little little
1: on. kids yeah um and i was always in choir uh so i was singing there uh, I'd be getting all the solos, poor Zion would like try out and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> but you would get it?
1: i get it every time. Yeah. Well, me and Jessie, Jesse Turner. Okay. She was also, she was in choir and she was also really good. Do you know she's a good singer?
0: I did not know that. Yeah,
1: she crushes. She's yeah. awesome.
0: I just know anyone who can remotely sing, I'm, you know, blown away because I can't sing at all. Right. So I'm just mesmerized by it.
1: Yeah. It's fun. Uh, It's fun to have this skill. I mean, not that I can sing every song by any means. I have very specific range. Uh, If I try and go above, it ain't it. (laughs) Um, But it's fun to have that kind of instrument with you all the time. And if you just want to bust it out, you can. Um, I'll be singing along while I'm tattooing someone to the, you know, whatever I'm playing and I'll hit like a little run, and I'll be like, oh shit, oh. I wonder if they heard that. <laughs>
0: it's probably therapeutic too, right? Yeah,
1: no, people at the end, they're like, you know, tattooing a show, this is a 10 out of 10 experience. <laughs>
0: hey, providing the best customer experience is the best thing you can do.
1: Exactly, test. I'm all about that. Um,
0: so you're singing in the choir, so you're, I getting sang part, choir you're getting parts in, um, I guess, solos?
1: Snatching up the solos, um, and then I sang in chorus uh, in like middle school, um, and then really past that nothing um <clears throat> until um I went so Sky was like one and I moved in um with my Uncle Peter and my Aunt Johnny. So my Uncle Peter is a lifelong musician, he's had tons of bands, um, he um has always had a studio in his house. So uh, he had this little recording studio set up in his garage. Um, I was living there. Also, I had actually um, taken a course, an elective at Delaware for steel drum. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So uh, my dad for that Christmas had purchased me a steel drum. So I had my cool. own steel drum. Um, so I'm just like, you know, moving into their house with a baby and a steel drum. <laughs> And he's like, that's awesome. I didn't know you played that. And I was like, yeah, I just like picked it up in college. Just it's like just, Islandy. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very, a very cool <laughs> instrument and pretty easy to learn. Um, each divot is like a different note. It's kind of like keyboard. It's unique looking. Yeah. It almost
0: looks like a sink.
1: It does a little bit, yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they make them out of like upside down trash cans.
0: Really? Yeah. I didn't know.
1: It. Um, But, uh, I mean, not all of them, they're like steel, Yeah. but just, you know, you can make it out of it anyway. Um, so he's like, that thing's awesome. Do you want to just jam with me and maybe record on some music I'm making and stuff like that? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we're doing that. And then he's like, do you sing? And I'm like a little bit. (laughs) Um, and so he popped me on, uh, a song um it was called it was under the border under the board well, well, book. yeah well, well, yeah
0: get a little closer
1: right here yeah, yeah. okay um and he was like okay so he was like what we're gonna do is we're gonna make a band you're gonna be the lead singer you're gonna play your steel drum i'm gonna get my buddy on bass i'm going to uh, play guitar and he also he's he's like a one man band even in his This own, is your uncle right, Peter. Yeah, my uncle Peter. He sits in a chair, he's playing guitar or uke or banjo or whatever it is. He's got a harmonica strapped to his face. Um he sings, sometimes he's also a, a excellent singer and then he'll be playing feet beat, he'll be playing drums with his feet. So he's just like one of those monkeys.
0: That's incredible. Yeah, he's That's insane. Incredible. He's
1: a, I mean and he's like um a super accomplished skilled uh songwriter so he writes all his own original music um
0: is that what he does for money like what does he is this like a side thing that he does uh
1: it's it's yeah i mean he's his entire life he's gigged on the weekends oh okay yeah um but he always before he worked at true value forever okay um he's retired now but um yeah it was always just kind of a side thing but Every, I'm sure every night of the week, you're going to find him in his studio. Okay. Like, it's just, that is who he is. He's he just like a musician. And he had one built in his house. Yeah.
0: And so he's like, hey, Larkin, you can sing. I'm going to, I want to start a band. And I'm assuming you had no objection. He already
1: had like three bands going. Like okay. the man <laughs> would just always, he's anyone that wants to like, play with him, he's he's going to like be like, yes, and we are called the Falling Rocks or whatever else it is. So, uh, we got together. We were the Splashing Pearls.
0: Splashing Pearls. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it was a really, really fun uh, maybe five-year stretch we did. Um, we put out... F- I don't know a lot of albums really? in that short because the man is just a non non-stop song original
0: original? original music
1: wow. yeah um yeah so all the songs we played were original um I we would gig a lot of times one to three times a weekend I mean we were hitting it pretty hard for a long time um and it was so fun we got to play at um, all the bars you think of in Delaware, My very first gig was at the Purple Parrot. Um, do you
0: remember Shout that Shout out to the Purple spot? Parrot. Yeah, it's not
1: there anymore. Is it? No. Are you talking about
0: the one at the beach?
1: No, I'm talking about the one, um, in Wilmington. It was like kind of by Deb Presidents.
0: Oh, and then it turned into like something monkey. It was like, a, ca- it was like a
1: Cajun bar. It's got that mural on the side of it. Yeah. 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 Um, that was our first ever gig. i was shooting my pants like i had not sang in public since i was like 10. you know what i mean how
0: old were you at this point
1: um maybe like 25 or okay. something so
0: you were like in, you were into your tattooing already you're, mm-hmm. you're getting paid to tattoo and then you're like i'm gonna be in a band as well
1: yeah yeah um yeah just trying to have a little fun yeah you know what i mean like um were
0: you the youngest one in the band
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> Uncle Peter. Yeah. He's like, uh, I, gosh, he was probably like in his 50s at least. And his buddy also was. Yeah. So I was just this like young kid who they were like, let's just, you know, see what she's got. Um, and so my uncle, I was like, I might pass out. And he was like, just take a shot at tequila. You'll be fine. So I did. And, and he was right. And and once you get through that first song mm-hmm. and your knees start stop shaking um and you're just looking out and everyone's like vibing and you know all the faces anyway it's you know my mom's front row like shushing people around her i'm Shut like the fuck we're at a bar like you gotta let people that's talk. my daughter yeah Shut the fuck. a thousand percent that was her um, and I was like so embarrassed, but then it was so funny, you know, flash forward to Sky and her school musical and I'm just like front row, like camp corner, you know, like, is everyone seeing this? Are you, ch- are you having a side
0: chat right now?
1: Um, but yeah, we played a lot for a handful of years and it was such a good time um we won a couple homies homie awards oh cool 93.7 nice. they do those every year
0: and you were doing both covers and original music during the show at the time
1: it was all i want to say it was 100 percent original wow yeah wow. um that's hard
0: to do because you know if people aren't familiar with it and you go and you perform it they might not let you come back yeah you know what i mean yeah
1: but we really had a pretty strong following that's at awesome. one point yeah um And they would, yeah, people would book us because they knew that we would, like, bring people out. Um, And, yeah, I was just really lucky to have fallen into that spot where I could just kind of be the singer diva. I would show up literally two minutes before the gig. And just, like, set up my little note cards, because even though I sang the same songs every single day for five years, like still needed my security blanket whatever, lyrics.
0: Whatever works.
1: Um, and I got to play alongside uh, these two super seasoned, talented musicians who were, like, you know, older fellas who were just happy to be there there was no drama you know what i mean you yeah. hear these bands where everyone's kind of the same age there's always drama there's always like egos and jealousy and like weird shit going on there was none of that um they lovingly called me the diva, diva <laughs> um yeah because i would just like roll up and then roll out get my little cash
0: yeah, and so head you, home so you would even get some money doing this it wasn't oh yeah oh that's that's amazing yeah And you're passionate about it. You get to go up there on the stage and uh, just sing your ass off. Yes. And so, I guess, why did you stop? I mean, I know it's, obviously, it's time consuming. It's a lot. You got to practice. But what what, uh, ultimately brought it?
1: So, I would say the Splashing Girls kind of broke up. Uh, We had, we were, like, talking with an um, agent. Um, They wanted to, like, kind of tour, do, like, a you know, drive around to different states. And, um, it was, I mean, we were getting like interviews, different places. It was definitely escalating. Um, and I really just knew that's not the path that I wanted to go down. Mm -hmm. Um, especially having little sky. Um, and I was really, really, my heart was invested in tattooing. Um, and so for me, the music was just like fun for the weekend. Yeah. I did never want like that to be the number one thing, yeah. <laughs> excuse me.
0: We had to focus on making a real income too Absolutely. And, and, and build your brand as a tattoo artist. Yeah.
1: And I felt I was already leaving my kid on the weekends. Yeah. Like I didn't want that to become her norm. Um, and so they were like, all right, well, you know, I feel like then maybe this has run its course. And we kind of disbanded. And then immediately my uncle was like, okay, but like we're going to make a new band though. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, but if we do that, I want to like uh, do some covers. I want to like pick some. I am I love these songs so much. Like I love the Splashing Pearls music, but I need, I need to freshen it up a little yeah. bit. Like I need,
0: I think it could bring in a bigger range of people. As yeah, well.
1: so uh, we made a new band, Gypsy Holiday.
0: Gypsy Holiday. Mm-hmm.
1: It was me, my uncle Peter, and then his other buddy, um, Dave Meredith, who again, shout um, to Dave. Yeah, super, just seasoned. I just got so lucky by getting these already amazing musicians.
0: So it's uh, a three-person band. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, and that was really fun. We did that for maybe like a year or two at the max. I think it was just like a year. And then COVID hit. Um, and they, you know, we weren't playing out. <clears throat> and then um, at that point I had had my son and was married. And um, I was like, okay, I feel like it might be time to hang the mic up. I just, it was really, really fun. i really, really, I feel like I really did it. Um, I, you know, my ego got all the applause it could yeah. ever want in the world. Um, and I really just was ready to really focus all my attention on my family, um, uh, my kids and, uh, tattooing.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. Good. So you went, so the the singer of Spokey, was he singer of Spokey Speaky was went on the New Zealand trip with you? So
1: the homie in Spokey Speaky, <clears throat> his name's Jason. He plays bass for Spokey. Shout out to Jason. Yeah, good guy, really good guy. They all are. Jeff, the lead singer, he's my buddy too. Okay. John plays drums. Yeah, they're all, they're phenomenal.
0: Have you ever considered doing like a, a wedding? You know, cause that shit's expensive. Like hiring, you know, we hired a, a band to do our wedding. And it is expensive, Oh yeah, but they make you make a lot of money in one night.
1: Mm-hmm. We've played uh, Splashing Pearls. We've played some cocktail hours. <clears throat> um, we were not a wedding band in the way that, like, you know, they want to hear the hits. They yeah. want to hear, you know what I mean? Um, we're not going to go out there and play our little original music that most of the crowd has no idea about. Yeah, so we were, sense. if we were playing weddings, it was like cocktail hours, just kind of like, Background music, yeah. You know, um, but we did. Uh, my husband Chris and I, we had actually had Spooky Speaky play our wedding. Oh wow! And then of course, me being me, I had to hop up there yeah. for a couple songs.
0: I would, I would hope so. I mean, yeah, it was
1: really fun. Yeah.
0: Will you come out of retirement and sing us a couple songs, or at least little portions of songs?
1: Uh, I think that I can do that.
0: Okay, because I have a couple requests. Okay. Um will you do killing me softly like a little piece of that um sure okay or do you have one that you specifically want to do um
1: i do i have uh it's called skinny love yeah. by Bernie. Um, <laughs> another little I, request there. i
0: sent her a text that i wanted her to sing this one if she was willing to because you had a uh, to let everyone know you you were a little sick a couple of weeks ago, right?
1: I was, yeah. I came down with a strap.
0: But she's not she's not making any excuses. She said she'll give us a little she'll give us a little something. All right. Yeah. So Larkin's gonna give us a little teaser of Skinny Love by Birdie. one of my uh, one of my songs that I like to listen to. My soft side. I like uh, ski. I love a good skinny love. I was a
1: little surprised. That this <laughs> Why was your are you request. To that song. Yeah. I said, oh, he is you, crying yeah, at, crying it in a there. corner. Yeah. So sweet. Come on, skinny love, just last the year. Poor little son, we were never here. My, 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 my My, 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 Staring at the sink of blood And crushed veneer down my life to wreck it all Cut out all the ropes to let me fall My, my, my my, 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 Right in this moment, this order's tall And I told you to be patient And I told you to be fine And I told you to be balanced And I told you to be kind and in the morning with you And it will be a different kind And I'll be holding all the tickets And you'll be owning all the fines Come on, skinny love, what happened here? Suckle on the hope in La Brasile. My, my, mine, my, 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 mine. My, 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 my. Silent load is full, so slow on the and I told you to be patient, and I told you to be fine, and I told you to be balanced, and I told you to be kind, and now all your love is wasted, and then who the hell was I? And I'm breaking up the bridges, and at the end.
0: Who? So good. That was As really good. As for you, thank you. You're thank
1: welcome. You.
0: Well, we're gonna do another one, right? You're yeah, I can do uh, Cupid. What's that?
1: It's an Amy Winehouse song.
0: Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> All
1: right, here's Cupid. All
0: right, C- Cupid,
1: Cupid,
0: Cupid by Amy Winehouse, yeah. and we are here with Larkin Wrestler.
1: Cupid, draw back. The- your bow, and let your arrow flow, straight to my lover's heart, for me, nobody but me. Cupid, please hear my cry, and let your arrow fly straight to
0: my lover's heart for me there's that yeah that good was Amy. good that was good thank you i have another request oh my god one oh my more, god. One, more. Okay. one more would you sing a little bit of hallelujah Hallelujah. Time? Yeah. yeah
1: hallelujah hallelujah
0: the ori- Actually, the original that is, version.
1: We, uh, my uncle and I did that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, so I've seen you sing it. That's why I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to have to look up the lyrics, though. What, what so. do you consider the original version, Beth? Uh, The one with the one guy. Uh, I don't know. Because there's so many versions. Like the one from 1990, I think it was. I forget his freaking name. Is it the like, Cohen version? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and the major lead, the baffled being composing, hallelujah, 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 oh that's low.
0: Wow. Is that good? Yeah. yeah. I, I loved it. I loved that
1: it. Second dip and I was like, <laughs> that was great.
0: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for doing that. Thank for you for
1: pulling me out of retirement. Yeah. For it's the fun. Doc Daddy
0: podcast. Thank you. That yeah. was cute. So talented. You should definitely continue. I mean, when you can, obviously, you got a lot of shit going no, on. No,
1: it's something I love to do. Um, I mean, uh, what I would really love is to get Sky, to do something with Sky. That would be like really...
0: Like a little duet? Yeah. That'd be so cool. Even just
1: like a recording or... Um, just like one, you know, me and Peter do a gig and bring her up. That would just, I mean, that would be really special probably, for me. Yeah,
0: she'd probably love it too.
1: I think she would do it.
0: Who's her, what's who, what's one of her favorite artists or inspired?
1: Um, so she's big Swifty, big Swifty.
0: Who isn't, big um,
1: She has pulled me into the Swifty Dome. I gotta admit, we went to the concert this year and wow. just, I mean, it blew my mind. She's, an, she's a beast. I mean, she's a literal, it's insane. Yeah. Um,
0: And she writes all her own stuff.
1: Yeah, she's just, she's an animal. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's no one like her. Um, And it's funny because I wasn't in it before, and then I saw her in concert, and I was like, oh, I get it. She's a beast. Um, The 1975, do you know them? The skies deep in with them. Okay. Um, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, um, which she'll, if she watches this, she'll be like, anime
0: you're saying all the wrong things um <laughs> who would she want
1: Lana to say? Del right she loves oh we um,
0: love Lana Del Rey. yeah right
1: now she's into the arctic monkeys too okay she she's really i mean her uh she's a wide variety i'm um, she's has a really good ear um uh last year she was into like some weird rap stuff the trap mm-hmm. stuff i wasn't really yeah. vibing with but um, other than that, I always, I like, she'll make a playlist and I'll like play it at work. Okay. Yeah, she has good taste for sure. Um,
0: where do you see, I mean, in regards to your business, Blackfern, where do you see it going? So eventually you'll get to, you might have an apprentice right now. You're kind of just riding it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right now I'm just living the dream every day. Um, and even if it doesn't, if I don't get an apprentice and it, I don't, you know, go past where I'm at right now, I'll be happy as a clam. Like, I really, anything greater than this is just icing on the cake, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're your own boss. You yeah. You make your own you hours. Can't you do everything. beat it. Yeah. I'm
1: just uh, so full of gratitude every day. And I think really, um, you know, putting in all the work for all the years and really grinding to get where you're at. Um, you I mean, it's just it's an indescribable feeling to do what you love every day and know that you earned it. Um, and I'm just again, I'm just like filled with gratitude every day. I don't take a single day for granted that I get to make good money doing what I love to do on really amazing people who I've got to meet along the way. Like that's another part of my job that is irreplaceable is just the connections with people I would not have otherwise met. I mean, maybe, who knows, you know. Um, on but you wouldn't have life. had those
0: one-on-one conversations. No, it's
1: it's a really beautiful, special thing to have one-on-one long chunks of time with people mm. and really get into the nitty gritty of, you know, their lives and um, you make really special connections. And I've just been able to meet uh, just really incredible people. Um, just, I just love everything about my job. And then at the end of the session, they feel lighter. They were now friends, you know? Um, and they just are smiling ear to ear cause they now have this like piece of decoration on them that they love. And a lot of times makes them feel that be- you know, boost their self-confidence. Oh yeah. Um, it's just, uh, I, I'm, I feel so lucky that I found my calling and, uh, and am able to be at this point, um, you know, at 37,
0: you know? Yeah, no, it's a, it's an inspiration to, uh, to any individual contributor, someone who's willing to break away, put in the work and become an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, I think it's, inspiring for other females out there that you know you can break away and start your own business be thousand percent boss
1: yeah all it is is like you just gotta have confidence you gotta believe in yourself and exude that confidence and then other people are gonna buy into you you know it's uh i think especially with females it's like you having the imposter syndrome you're constantly comparing yourself to other people um you know it, it takes a lot to stand up and kind of be bold and be like "Nah, i'm gonna do this myself you know um yeah. And uh, I mean, that is a huge honor. And if, if I can inspire anyone um, to go off and do what they love and be entrepreneurs. I mean, that is the goal. I just I yeah,
0: go do it. Go, go do it. it. Larkin did it. You can do it. Yeah. Larkin. What is your uh, kind of, How can someone get in kind of, If someone sees this? They want to get a tattoo from Miss Larkin? How can they do it?
1: Um, so I would say follow me on Instagram. It's at Lark Rez tattoos. L-A-R-K-R-E-S, tattoos. Um, You're going to find me there. And then all the booking information is going to be on there. Um, Again, I only open my books. It's going to say books closed in my bio, but then it will say uh, the the next date that I'm opening my book. So and I, they do it, up
0: fast, I do it every other she month. She very sought after.
1: On that day, um, I will put up a form. it uh, always goes up on that day at 9am. I usually take it down around 1pm. Um, and then I'll book my following two months of appointments. It sounds more complicated than it is. Um, or if you don't have Instagram, I also have a website. It's again, tattoos.com. Um, throw a www the beginning of that
0: world wide web
1: yeah um and again the link will be up there the date is there um and i would love to have you at black fern especially if you like beautiful flowy things on your body
0: fern gang yeah and you you've given fern tattoos
1: i've given a lot of fern tattoos and once you get a fern tattoo you are in the fern gang 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 throw them up (laughs) and it's a it's a it's a really beautiful exclusive
0: very exclusive,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thank you so You're much welcome. for singing. Thank you for sharing your story, uh, and inspiring everybody. Uh, also, check out her article in Delaware Today magazine. Uh, she's also featured in that, so make sure you- this month, yeah, this yeah, month, yeah, in the
1: December issue.
0: December issue, make sure you check that out if you get it. Yeah, that chance. was super cool. That was yeah. such
1: an awesome experience. Yeah, I was, I was very, very, I was very where honored. Did I see
0: that at? on your page you had like you had. Uh, took some pictures of it and, and yeah. put it in there. Yep. Thanks so much for coming on. Like, Thanks for yeah.
1: having me. This is so fun. Yeah, Anytime. <laughs>